Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 21- Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two time People's Choice Award winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I've got some, I've got some energy today. Some energy? Yeah. Why 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 do you have the inner is it different than normal energy or is it you're it's just It's a little different. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do have to say because I feel like I've been um I've been like just kind of going out of town a little bit more. I haven't gone on a plane yet, but I've been trying to venture out a little bit more lately. And this weekend I went to um this place I went with a couple girlfriends to this um hotel over the weekend. And I just realized that, like, I miss community and connecting with people. Yeah. I feel like during quarantine, we've all, like, we're all a little, like, socially awkward. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk. And, like, we were out at this pool and obviously socially distanced and we're outside at a pool. And, like, nobody was there. And this really, like, cute girl and this, her, like, um, friend get in with us and they start talking. And it was so funny because my, my girlfriends that I was with, she, like, kind of panicked because we didn't have our masks. So she, like, <laughs> turned around, you know, like, she, like, turned around yeah. and was like, I don't know what to do. But they were so far away. I was like, 
it's fine. We're, you know, we're good. And so we start talking to them and they were just so fun. The girl is a doula. And so I, you know, me and I like just love all this stuff. I've never even heard. I didn't know what a doula was. So she's explaining to me like how a baby's born and how it like torpedoes out of you and the benefits of standing up while you're giving birth. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to stand when I give birth. And then, and then I decided that I'm not going to get an epidural while I'm Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That'll change. (laughs) (laughs) But I like fully got her number, her Instagram. And I was like, I want you to be my doula when the time comes. Like she was just so cute. And her friend that was there, we just all were just like talking about our lives and it just felt so her name was becca and meant to be spells it the way that you do and i was like oh my gosh like my best friend is named becca like this is so fun <laughs> uh it was just just i don't know it just gave me this like i don't know how to explain this energy you know like i just miss connecting with people and they yeah. all are from la um her fiance is just like so cool he's a businessman from here and we're all gonna like reconnect again and like have you know socially distanced drinks at some point mm-hmm. because we just got so invested in each other's lives it was just like i mean yeah you're planning your future birth future like, birth. Well, that's a good thing that's all sorted out yeah. <laughs> you, got, yeah, you now, cross that one off the list <laughs> never knew i never i didn't know anything about childbirth truly honestly and i feel like i and we bonded over pelvic floor and like menstrual cups and just Oh my God, a soulmate. A soulmate. We spent like so much time with these people outside and it was just so fun. Why why no epidural? Well, so because the baby, so I don't want to speak on it too much because I'm obviously not um, an OR, you know, trained professional, professional, but um, she was saying that the baby torpedoes out of you and there's a lot of um, benefit to like moving your hips a certain way or something. And when you get the epidural, like you can't, you can't move it and so there's just like there's benefits to not having it um there's also benefits to having it but to me in my opinion the the benefits of not having it seemed better quick story my wife uh was given an epidural and by a trainee and Mm. it didn't take Mm. and so she was feeling everything and they had to come in and do it again which it's an unpleasant experience in when we saw the older guy teaching the younger guy where to stick it into my wife's spine i was pretty uncomfortable with that and then it didn't take as we'd feared and then it happened again and then it started to take and then it was time and then took her to the delivery room and then it wasn't connected anymore anyway and so she felt everything so um I'm a proponent of epidurals because the second time went fine and it was a much easier experience. Oh, really? Yeah. But well, I think everyone's, I mean, and I think everyone's different. Everyone has their own plan of how they want it to go. And sometimes it doesn't go the way that you plan. And I think the whole thing with pregnancy and obviously I'm also not a professional or someone who has experiences, but right. from what I, I follow a lot of moms on Instagram and I've learned <laughs> that like you can't plan how it's going to go. But you have an idea of how you want it to go. But if it doesn't, you have to be prepared to embrace the yeah. Experience. And that's what this 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 doula that that's like kind of what she does. She kind of just like helps you plan what you. And who knows? I, I mean, I've honestly never given it any thought. So who knows when the time comes? Like what I'm gonna want? But I've never really talked to somebody that's super knowledgeable in that space before. And you know those people that just have cool like she just had cool energy. And I was just like, I want to be your friend. I need to be your friend. So I have a new friend. I'm just, it's so fun. I mean, it's just like a lot of people don't talk about their birth plan before they're like pregnant, you know, (laughs) 
Well, know. like in your mind, you're like, well, you know, it's the first time I've had the opportunity to talk to someone and get that knowledge as if <laughs> you're on the cusp of. I know. Well, no, we definitely got there because we were just talking. So her fiance was also divorced with um, a child. And so we bonded on that. Oh, too because got it. so and i told her i was like i'm not having a ch- you know like i went through a breakup right know, whatever so we definitely got there but um yeah it was so funny because it's just like total stranger and we got into just like everything under the sun and like it was one of those things where i just missed i just realized how much i i, I love meeting i love meeting new people i love connecting with people and like something about that weekend it was just like um i saw this couple that you know, um, I had run into before. They're like this old couple that I'd run into this same at the same hotel. Just everything felt very kismet and hopeful mm-hmm. and just butterflies, just butterflies. Yeah. yeah. So I have like a good energy right now today. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, you seem refreshed as if the weekend was a good uh, breath of fresh air. Yeah, it was. Is it weird that she's found the new Becca? Is it weird for me? Yeah, does it bother you at all? No, you're, you're <laughs> gonna you're gonna love her. I feel She's like so if you cool. found a new Tanya that you thought was so cool and so awesome, it would bother Tanya. No, it'd be like a full blown situation like, argument. <laughs> yeah. Well, is she as cool as me? Like, no, no, no. I mean, no, no. I was saying that's what you would be. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm like the the last time I felt like jealous over a friendship. I think was in. I think I was in fifth grade my friends Sydney and Leslie and then they'd if they hung out without me I felt like we betrayal but yeah it's the last time so I'm happy for you I'm I'm honored that her name's Becca and she was so cool and effortless or whatever you said just cool yeah just cool you know those girls that are just cool (laughs) (laughs) I was like you are and then her friend they were um this gay couple who we actually have some friends in common and they were just as awesome too and just like so in love and everything i don't know it was just everything about it was just awesome love that so happy i'm so did you watch the super bowl uh yeah i mean i wa- i mean i didn't really watch the plays and stuff <laughs> yeah the play yeah yeah but the halftime show you watched i watched it it was <laughs> oh, on okay. but like i don't say i didn't i don't know who you it know. was a snooze fest so i heard what do you think about the weekend though Hmm. I liked it. Oh. The setup was cool. Oh. Like I thought the setup, the production of it was really cool. And I thought how they utilize like the spaces, like the stands and stuff was cool. But I don't know when I think about my favorite halftime performances, it's been like multiple people that come out and I guess it's different with COVID, but like, do you remember the Steven Tyler, Britney Spears one where she came out? Yeah. That was like epic. And I think all of even JLo and Shakira last year it was just cool because there was like two people feeding off their energy and then he was just kind of by himself so like for what he had I thought he was great in the sense of he was like entertaining for however long by himself but I don't know I was kind of indifferent I guess you know it's funny I think that was like the big debate of like it was kind of womp womp a little like lackluster Mm -hmm. but yeah but you know what you know what Uh (laughs) uh-oh okay strap in oh she's adjusting in her seat i get it the super bowl performances are like big and lavish and like fun and energy and i get that but if you're gonna hire the weekend i don't really know how it works but if you're gonna hire the weekend to perform at your super bowl halftime show 
The weekend has a brand and his brand is exactly what he brought. You know what I mean? Like that's exactly what he brought. And I respect the hell out of a man that goes down with his brand like that. Well, I mean, it's like at some, I mean that what he, he has a great, he's a great singer. The production was cool, but like, what else was he supposed to do? That's what I'm saying. But like people were saying he could have brought other people. He could have like done a cover and like done some aerobics or things like that. But it's like, that's not the, that's not the weekend. And if you're going to hire the weekend, you're going to get the weekend. And I respect it. I was just upset that they didn't do like the TikTok dance to the blinding light. I saw a number of people make that same complaint. Well, I'm just like, so I don't know if there's legal reasons or something, but I'm thinking you have all these dancers masked on the Super Bowl field and you're not just going to throw in a little routine for us that we all know. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You know what I was Googling was did the weekend get new teeth? See, that's not good. If you were Googling that during the performance, it wasn't a very compelling performance. <laughs> no, it was, it was compelling. I was just very curious. They looked a lot different. No, but I'm with you. He did He did what he does. My test is uh, I watched it with my daughters, and halfway through, my youngest was doing handstands, and my oldest was staring at her phone. So that's my test. I think it was a snooze. Uh, yeah. But I would hate to. All, I would also hate to be someone performing at the Super Bowl and have to hear the critics so it's a thankless well, gig it's like hosting the oscars you can't win exactly yeah. i was gonna say like no matter who it is there's always a group of people that are like eh. no i feel like shakira and jlo got a pretty are you kidding the whole conservative like nation was like oh, talking about how really? scandalous the dancing and gaga's, was i feel like gaga's was pretty wildly wildly what not wildly um, widely widely thank you <laughs> widely raved who did she bring anyone else out or no was it just, just her, her. She, yeah Sons. i liked her but Sons. she, she danced i mean she's a, i mean she jumped off the yeah she like sky <laughs> skydived into yeah. the arena yeah yeah like from the the straight beginning it was entertainment i know but that's not what the weekend is you know uh, what i loved was, about the weekend were the memes the memes afterwards were hysterical so oh my god i'll, I'll give them like, credit for that someone said when i'm trying to <laughs> when i'm trying to find a bathroom to go poop or something and it's like him like frantically roaming the hallways <laughs> and then like the close-ups where it's like all distorted and they're like it was like in quotes like hey the uber's here <laughs> <laughs> they were funny i do i will say it was funny. Yeah. It, it, when gaga did it when she did jump off you remember people were it was like the same thing like memes when she jumped oh, off yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah, that was funny. So, there you go. I have a question. Okay. So, Tanya, you have decided you're not going to call the guy in the car. Last week's episode was called Sideswipe Right. Very clever title that Easton oh. came up with, I thought. Well Very done. funny. Stops. Well Props done. Easton. And the big debate was whether to call him or not. You've decided not to call him. For now. For now. What does that mean? I don't want to call him. I, I just don't want... I think that I'm kind of... Leaning into this space of wanting to be somebody, be intentional and thoughtful and pursue me. So I'm kind of wanting to take my hands off of the wheel right now. Well, well he I did pursue you. Yeah, that's, right? that's I didn't mean to go down this road, but I agree with Becca. That is pursuit. Yeah, but it, it feels to me like I'm forcing it, whereas I'm just 
everything else that's going on just feels more natural. So I'm just kind of leaning into that. So next time, if he just he has to like run over you, and then it'll feel a little more yeah, intense. Maybe he gets yeah. a toe next time, and I have you know. Like <laughs> yeah, he gets a, he clips, gets a big clips toe. A toe. <laughs> yeah, I love that story because it escalated to like, oh my god, he didn't almost he didn't really almost hit me. I just was like jumpy to like when he almost killed me. Like it was like escalated quickly. You know what's funny is the the difference because I told the story on the morning show. The difference in the response from scrubbing in listeners versus morning show was drastic it was why scrubbing and listeners were this is fate think of the story for your kids it's so beautiful blah blah blah. the morning show listeners were all like this man's a stalker he knows your run route dateline like don't go there stranger danger and i was like and it's very obvious because of the time you know what i mean like the people were reaching out was just different completely different days and it was just so funny to me that is funny yeah well our scrubbers like especially the ones who identify as tanya's of course they saw like the the romantic comedy aspect of it (laughs) the me cute yeah it's interesting you're not closing the door on him though no i'm not closing the door on anything i don't close doors anymore But you said for now so you might call him in a month that's kind of weird isn't it it's already been over a week yeah but guess what mark do you know what tanya's trying to do (laughs) um live an intentional life in the present in the present so for today we're not calling him got it so that's why what i suggested we call him since you don't want to i still got the look of death again because <laughs> you're keeping an option open yeah all right what if we called and we said hey we found this piece of paper on the ground with this number on it <laughs> that's what's messing, your instagram that's messing bio. messing <laughs> with my fate Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, you're not, you're, this is my thought. And I have one question and one question only, and you can answer it however you want. If he was immediately attractive to you, where you didn't have to think about it, you turned and you were like, oh my, wow. Would you call him? I don't know right now. It's Dev Patel. Yeah, he looks yes. just like Dev it's Patel. Dev. He had a little Dev Patel. It was like Dev Patel meets Adam Brody, Adam Brody meets uh, <laughs> Nazari from Magic. Like it was, it was. I'm not gonna lie, it was my type for sure. Yes, Scrubber, she really did just reference the lead singer of the band Magic. <laughs> yeah, he's this is the most publicity he's gotten in a long time from the song Rude from six years ago. He's actually a very well known songwriter in the industry. Okay. <laughs> sure he is well i love that song so like no hate towards any of that but um but what i'm what i'm trying to get at is he was very much he was my type i just yeah, so, was, so was mr wilshire like uh, tanya no mr wilshire compared to what you have dated is Agreed, not but in a car situation could you see how i could have been like, no no okay <laughs> no that felt like a reach i like the idea of calling him and saying that you found it on the ground because then it turns into like a cinderella thing because then you you judge his reaction if he's you're like hey i found this note on the ground i just thought i'd give it a call if he's like hey you want to meet up and like this man is just down but if he says this is my man and my number and i ain't giving it to any of you freaks well then that's the thing is if he says no this is for a beautiful blonde girl man that i saw yeah, he's you know. all, this is for the girl I almost ran over. Uh, he would say, like, ago. yeah, oh, that's so weird. I gave that to only one woman ever. Or if he said, like, oh, yeah, I give those out sometimes. Yeah, yeah no big deal. Which then one, we know. 
Were you mm-hmm. Ventura and Sepulveda? <laughs> <laughs> That's what another uh, on-air on-air listener said that that this seems like a move, and he just has them like in his car, and he just like does no. this. That chicken scratch, how it was written down, was on the spot. I feel the same. I hope but- if he planned them out, he should do printer <laughs> paper, like printer letters or whatever because that chicken scratch has not serial killer written all over it not gonna lie have you found anything out in your research on him um just where he just where he resides like city uh, and yeah city and potential job (laughs) that's pretty that's a lot from a phone number wait we know who he is (laughs) yeah uh, we'll have to get down to this okay so you had a you had a first name and a phone number and you used the internet to Get his city and possibly his employer. Correct. Wow. It's pretty That's good. Pretty good. Impressive. It's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I can't take the credit. It's okay. not my sleuthing. I'm I'm a terrible sleuth, but I have people in my life that are sleuth the spurts. Sleuth the spurts. <laughs> right, we have a title. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did his city and job make you less or more interested in him? Or more. same? More. Oh, oh okay. more. Yeah. Okay. She, okay. she just said. She said it. Y'all missed it because she said it while Easton was talking, but she said, this is my man and my number on a piece of paper. She's claimed him. Can we get a clue as to like what field, what general world of employment he's in? He's a businessman. (laughs) 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 Carries a briefcase. That is a broad. It's broad. Okay. I said general. That's general. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Valley? No. Ooh. Oh, it was interesting. So it was a coincidence that he happened to be over here. Yeah. Or, or I don't know, you know, yeah, because like, uh, yeah. What's the area code? <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, if I say his area code, we're going to narrow it down. Bye. There's like area code. Could talk to my doula <laughs> about it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> talk to her doula cool becca um talk to my doula about it i'm gonna make like a bumper sticker that says that. talk to my doula about it cool becca. <laughs> wait speaking of businessman we have a businessman coming on the podcast as our guest today sure and do. he is a real estate expert he's written a book he's just like got a lot going on you may know him he's on million dollar listing new york which is very popular show on bravo yes which is is very popular show on bravo (laughs) his name is ryan sirhan and i'm very excited i because in the process of buying a house i have many many questions for him so um he will be coming on next and before we go on a break i want to talk about our galentine's night in because we're doing a virtual night with our girls and love it or hate it tanya and i have your heart and you don't need a significant other for this party this is a different type of party no it's galentine's day i know so it's wednesday which is like not today and tomorrow but the next day um (laughs) february 10th and it's going to be at 5 p.m pacific which is eight o'clock eastern you can get your tickets at onlocationlive.com slash scrubbing in a portion of the proceeds will go um from the live event will go to save our stages and we have a really special treat you guys because we have a reunion of sorts (laughs) and this is going to be a reunion that I don't even know. Should we? T- so we have Sabrina Carpenter coming on, which she has been very 
relevant in the <laughs> headlines lately. Yes, she's not only super relevant, but if you will recall our episode from Palm Springs where Becca <laughs> passed out in the middle of an interview, <laughs> never before happened on Scrubbing in in the time of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we were doing an interview with Serena Carpenter. Becca had too many spicy margaritas and passed out during the interview. And just disappeared. And we never... And so I kept going with Sabrina. We never mentioned it. I'm yeah, curious if like any... I need to know what her team told her. Like if she even knows what happened. Or if she has no clue. It was uh, so embarrassing <laughs> looking back. Um, but she was just a professional. She She got through it. If she saw me in distress, she never missed a beat in her yeah. interview with Tanya. No, but then it's like literally Becca just falls out of frame in the middle of the interview and, and Sabrina doesn't skip a beat. She just keeps on talking. It was um, so okay. awesome. I didn't just fall. I was strategically leaning uh-huh. to throw up into an ice. <laughs> but I want to show her the video a for sure. Okay. We have to. <laughs> and okay. then ask her like if she knew anything was going on or she just was like, doing her thing well i just imagine because that was during like time where she was doing press so she was probably doing right, like just, back to back right right right, right. <laughs> she was just like oh, okay right, she's Tanya's gone. still there like, yeah. okay. <laughs> but in the video your eyes are cutting to easton like looking right. at everyone i looked panicked <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> both of y'all were absolute professionals though so uh, i'm very excited to talk to her for the first time since yeah, yeah, yeah. so get your tickets um, yeah, <laughs> you won't want to miss that. Yeah. So on locationlive.com slash scrubbing in for your tickets. It's going to be so fun. So fun. Um, okay. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with Ryan Serhant. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture. Culture, style, and education together. 
Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cash back event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson. And top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving, and you can be one of them. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's that's right. how that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. All right, you guys, we have someone um, in the OR today that is honestly someone I specifically really need in my life right now, so this couldn't come at a better time. We have Ryan Serhant in the OR scrubbing in. You're our, um, you're our official first guest of 2021. Am I really? Yeah. Well, not technically. Oh. Because you weren't here that week. We had Matthew Hussey on. Oh, okay. Well, with both of us together, since <laughs> I've been back, you're you're my first guest of 2021. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. Tanya really rained on the parade there. I'm just, I, you know, I checked the facts. I'm the fact checker over here. Where have you, where have you been? You said you've been since you've been back. Where have you been? I just went, I went to Louisiana for Christmas. So when I came back, I, I, oh, I got it. Yeah. So we had to adjust some few thi- a few things, but um, I, for those who don't know who you are, you're basically just a mogul in so many um, different areas. Where do you begin? Like when you introduce yourself and someone says, what do you do? Where do you start? Well, I start with real estate. Um, I'm a real estate broker and I, I run a real estate firm in New York, but most people know me from Millionaire Listing New York uh, on Bravo or Sell It Like Sir Hands. Uh, and then we can get deeper there if they've read the books or watched the <laughs> blogs or social and 
you know. Yeah, all, all, I like your uh, book set up behind you. Behind you there is that the big big money energy? How to rule at work, dominate at life, and make millions on Amazon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can, you can get it on Amazon, not how to make millions on Amazon. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> on Amazon, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. It is stacked up behind me. Smart. Cleverly, Cleverly yeah. good. Yeah. Cause I, when, my first book, uh, that came out at the end of 2018, I was, I spent two weeks like traveling the country, you know, sales teams, sales forces, book signings, Bravo stuff, right. Everywhere. It was crazy. This time I'm like stuck in this chair, <laughs> which is, I mean, it's fine. I don't know. It's, it's, it's good in some ways it's, but it's not as exciting in, in every other way. Um, right. But it's kind of cool that I get to meet so many different people that I otherwise would not be able to travel to. Yeah. I, I've had that same thought of like when we've gotten to interview people, it's been cool because some of the people we wouldn't actually be able to have the chance to talk to just because schedules and being able to come into the studio. And so it's been nice having guests that, um, like a, a broader range of guests, I guess, because yeah, everyone's sure. at home <laughs> or, you know, they should be right. at home. Um, so I'm currently in the process of looking to buy a home for the first time in LA. Are you? Yeah. And it is the most um, humbling, competitive, intimidating thing that I've done in my life, to be honest. Um, I've put in an offer on two homes and it's been like there's been over 20 offers on each of them. And it just kind of feels where, like... Where, where are you trying to buy? I'm in Los Angeles. So in the Los Angeles area. It's crazy really there's over 20 offers that's wild yeah uh, uh you know I, I i thought that that type of market was really only in low tax states um but it is uh uh, uh yeah listen it's covid right it was a flight to land a flight to homes nothing better than being stuck in your current house to realize how terrible it is and make you want to go get a better one <laughs> right? so true like that's that's all that's what quarantine did it was a a multi-trillion dollar PR campaign for the value of a, of a new house, right? Of a better house. Yeah. Especially if you're like, cause it's oftentimes out of sight, out of mind, right? If you're working, if you're running around all the time, you're like, I should move. Yeah, but not right now. It's such a pain in the ass. You just don't do it. And then when you can't do anything and you're like, I should probably move. And then Zillow is so easy. I don't know if you saw that Saturday night live skit this weekend where like, uh, it's like Zillow porn. Uh, <laughs> uh, you should check it out. It's funny. I did see. I saw a lot of people talking about it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, because everyone's at home like late at night. You know, they're like scrolling through and then they quickly go over to Zillow and they start checking out houses that they can't afford. Yeah. It's like a turn on for people. Um, but yeah, let's say it's an exciting process. It's awesome. You're either paying a mortgage mm-hmm. or you're paying someone else's mortgage. Right up to you <laughs> right if you have the down payment that's the decision you really have to make like you have a down payment are you going to pay your own mortgage and build equity and build a future or do you want to pay someone else's totally up to you i know and that's what but it is it's i i guess my question is how do you in this type of market when it's like this and you know a lot of people are saying in the next few months more homes are gonna go uh, on sale and it's, there's going to be more options apparently, wow. but then it's, and then you go like, what if the interest rate raises? And there's all these questions of, do I need to just 
do my best to do it now or do I wait so that I'm not overpaying for something that yeah you know so you 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 can never time the market it's impossible people have tried can't do it um uh but if you feel the market is too frothy and too hot then you shouldn't bite off more than you can chew mm-hmm. right be careful about overpaying um uh, but oftentimes you're not just overpaying right there's a market for it there's there's people who want to buy the houses for a reason uh don't be worried about interest rates interest rates are going to be where they are uh plus minus a few points like for the next couple of years so that's uh, comforting yeah so do not be worried about that just try to find a house that you love i mean that's 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 the toughest thing to do and if you can get a house that you like but you don't love it know that you can learn to love it. You can make it your own. You can There's learn no to way. love it. The key to life right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, I know you, you know, yes, I could go into There's you, you get what I'm talking about. Totally. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You could learn to love them. Uh-huh. Um, uh, uh, but buying a home is, is terrifying, totally scary, an insane amount of commitment, but it's also, it's fun. And it's that kind of important next step, right? Mm-hmm. Most people are like, my life sort of changed mentally when I bought my first place because then I was like, damn, now I'm an adult. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that, that yeah. make you feel like you're an adult, but nothing more than getting a mortgage. Yeah. It feels very significant in my adulthood, this, this yes. step. And yes. I'm, you know, I'm in my head, I'm, I'm looking at other markets in different cities, wondering if I should you know, move out of LA or where the value is. And I get overwhelmed because I start looking at what's available in other areas for, you know, my budget. And it's a little discouraging seeing what, what we pay for in the Los Angeles area versus elsewhere, except for New York, of course. Yeah. I was about to say, like, I'm in a townhouse right now. That's probably worth $10 million that has no bedrooms. Um, uh, and the views are of brick. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. It's all relative, right? Yeah. It's all relative. But there is, uh, intellectual curiosity and excitement and energy and buzz. And even now post COVID incredible networking opportunities in LA and in New York that you just can't do by zoom anywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, so, and so you pay for it, right? Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I have these moments and I've talked to Tanya about it where I go, you know, I could get this if I moved to Nashville or I could get this if I moved to Texas. And then I go somewhere. I go to the beach here, go do something. I know. I know. Thank you. I know. She's like, like, wow, my house is great. And you'd be like, it's so lonely. Yeah. All my friends are, all my friends are in LA. Like, cool. Let me go like walk my dog for 24 hours. I know. Yeah. But then I'd, I'd have a beautiful home to sit in my misery in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. Location, location, location. That's why they say that, right? You live in the neighborhood. That's uh, that's honestly what's stopping me. I I was start, starting the process of buying a home last year right before COVID hit and then I was starting to like look around cuz this is I know I wanted to live around here cuz I'm close to the studio. This is like where all my work is and then yeah. and now I'm working from home and I just was like maybe I just table it for a minute because I don't know if necessarily this is where I want to buy my home, you know? So I just completely stopped the process because I just was like overwhelmed. Yeah. Which is totally fine. I mean, we, when quarantine happened last year, every buyer dropped out in New York, everyone waited. 
because people just didn't know why am I spending this amount of money to be in an apartment if I don't have to go back to work for two years. Is that why you started? Is is that when you started writing this new book? Because I feel like it's all about kind of shift because all of our routines got shifted. And so it's kind of like starting to make new goals and how to like figure out that. Is that when you started writing this book? Yeah, actually, um, I was speaking to so many people because we do a large, you know, online uh, sales. We have a large online sales platform. We have a course that's got over. We've been doing it for about a year. We have 6,100 agents in 110 countries and they and everyone was going through the same thing. Right. It first started in Italy and then it wrapped through Europe and then slowly it hit us. Uh, And I was talking to so many people that were having a hard time who uh, who were connecting their self-worth to their income. Right. And mm-hmm. social media has a big role in that. Okay. Um, but people get so self-conscious and so down on themselves that they're, they think they're, they're not making enough money and they're supposed to be doing this and they're supposed to be living this way. Um, when you cannot connect success to money, right? Money is, is energy, mm-hmm. right? Success is a state of mind. Um, and so if you true. can, and if you can project yourself, to be the future you that you want to be, you can start being that person tomorrow. You do not have to wait. Um, and as I was just talking to more and more people about that and the ways to do that and how to start taking uh, note of kind of who you are today, what the perception people have of you is today and how you can start leading a more confident, fulfilling life so that when you take control of the energy that you put out into the world, you can really change your life. Uh, the book just sort of came out that way and wrote it in like two months. Um, that's wild. That's actually, that's one of the things that my mentor taught me from the very beginning. I met him when I was 18 and he always told me, he said, chase, chase your passion, not the paycheck. He's like, Mm -hmm. trust me, the paycheck will come if you are chasing your passion. And he was right. Crazy. Yeah. And you just have to put the work into the passion, yeah. right? What we say around here is is pretty similar, but it's like, you know, because there's so much that we can't control in life. There's so much that, you know, you can't, you think you're going to book this and then you don't, and, oh God, and so much is up and so much is down. But if you just, if you have a routine and you stick to it, right? And you take care of the work every single day, the work will take care of you. So just take care of the work, the work will take care of you. And it removes a lot of the pressure that you put on yourselves. Yeah. Uh, you go out and make something happen every day. And I got to do this. And I got these goals. It's great to have goals. It's great to have visions. I think they're really, really important. Um, but at the same time, just know that by default, like we live in a time where if you put the work in, the work will take care of you and you will make money. Um, uh, you know, if, if you want it, right. That's the hardest thing to teach is want. Do you do you think it's this year and the like after what we've been through with the pandemic and people losing their jobs and people kind of spending so much time with themselves in their own homes like do you think starting up a business during this time is is financially smart or should people wait like what would you advise that if someone's looking to start up their own business the greatest businesses and inventions have come when people's backs were up against a wall. It's what produces the most creativity, the most ingenuity. Um, And if you just look like Isaac Newton discovered gravity during a pandemic because he was quarantined in his house. That's the whole reason he was sitting under that tree. Right. Like guitars, electric guitar was created 
in a recession. Basketball was created during a quarantine. Like it's, you know, um, uh, and so I think I, so I started my own real estate company. I've been a broker at another firm for 12 years and I left on July 1st, 2020 and my own company and built it over the summer and announced it in November, sorry, in September, because I knew as scary as this is, and as many people are leaving New York as they are, uh, everything is going to get better. The future is always brighter than the past, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and no one else is going to do it. So might as well be me. Wow, right? set might as well be me. Yeah, set the bar nice and low. You know, <laughs> no one else is. If you start a new business when everyone else is starting businesses, then everyone's like, okay, cool, man. Good job. Yeah, nice. But if you start a new business when everyone else is fleeing, scared, terrified, stuck inside, everyone was like, whoa. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Really? Wow. Like you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a totally different reactions. Um, it's been great. You know, it's been great. So I think anyone with that entrepreneurial bug or or spirit probably I think gets 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 a lot of adrenaline from times like these. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, there's no better time than now. And like you just like you just said, like why not me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you when you first started in this industry, did you I mean, did you have instant success? Was there that, you know, no. you no. didn't you weren't someone who was like a overnight sensation? No, 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 no. <laughs> I uh, uh, it was slowly but surely. Um, I mean, I am incredibly persistent. Uh, I will follow up with you until you die and then I'll come to your funeral and I'll sell your estate and then I'll follow up with your kids. Right. Like I, I am in this business until the day that I die. Um, but I'm very persistent. Um, and I just knew that, I don't, I don't know, like I, listen, I, I grew up very nicely, like had a good upbringing, great parents, you know, they were, uh, uh, really not too excited that I decided to go to New York city without a job, uh, to be an actor and then make no money and then get into real estate to pay the bills. They just sort of assumed I would go get a real job eventually. Um, and being a realtor, they did not consider a real job, uh, you know, 13, 13 years ago. Um, and the world's different now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I started by just doing little rentals. I was just trying to pay rent. I didn't want to move home. That was it. Like the biggest fear in my life was moving home. It's like, if I move home, I will, I like, it's that is failure to me. Mm-hmm. I can't come to New York and then move home because I'll never come back. Mm-hmm. I, I'd have to I go do something else. So I need to just make it work. Um, I just need to stick it out and make it work and I'll figure it out. And so kind of I would just go month to month trying to figure out how to pay rent, rent apartments for college kids, make some money, put a little bit of money away, make some rent and keep going and going and going. But I knew that with every deal that I did, as long as I talked about the next best deal, those are the types of clients I would get, right? Mm-hmm. So if I, was, if I was doing a thousand to three thousand dollar a month leases, I would only ever talk about and promote the three thousand dollar a month deals because those people would get me the thirty five hundred dollar a month referrals and friends. Because no matter how rich you are, you have problems, mm-hmm. and rich misery loves company more than anything. Mm-hmm. And so those people want to hang out with people who understand their problems, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, uh, 
Yeah. So I would just, I kept kind of pushing myself up in the price category that way. And then I got my first building to sell. And then from that, I got my next building. And then I randomly walked into a casting call for Million Dollar Listing New York for Bravo with 3000 agents. Um, and they asked me why I was there. And I told them because I was the greatest in real estate broker in the history of the world. And they were from LA, so they didn't know shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, right. <laughs> So I, uh, and so they were like, really? Fake it, fake it till you make it. It's sort of, but I also, if they asked me how many listings I had, I would have said one. Like if they asked me how many deals right. I'd done, I would have said like four, mm-hmm. right? I think a lot of people fake it till they make it and they lie mm-hmm. yeah. uh, or they're disingenuous. And that's, I, I don't, I don't preach that. Um, I believe that at that time I, on, I looked around at this crew of 3000 agents that were trying to get onto the show. And I was like, dude, I, I am way better than all these people, whether they know it or not. Eventually one day I'm going to sell more than all of these people, but they're going to cast the best real estate agent under the age of 30. And I was 26 at the time. Um, uh, they should cast me. So when they asked me why I was there, I believed even if I wasn't it today, I will be it shortly. Uh, that I was the best and you should have, you should, you should cast me. Um, and then I took them around and showed them what my life was like for six hours, which was just mass craziness. And I think they were just so confused, uh, <laughs> uh you know, rolling around New York, um, uh, getting car sickness in the back of the car. Cause I didn't really know how to drive in New York city. Uh, uh, they were like, okay, well, we'll he'll, he'll do. Um, uh, but that's kind of how I, how I, how I got onto the, the show and that's how i've gotten most of the clients like i um you know a lot of the big deal i sold a place i, I don't do deals in florida mm-hmm. but I, I met a guy a client he asked me if i did things in florida I said yep absolutely <laughs> sure do yeah right it's like all right well i'd like to go find a place in miami no problem okay i learned the miami market in one day sold him a place for 33 million dollars two days later um uh because he believed in the energy right it's yeah, the energy yeah, it's the oh, energy Right. If you if you feel like you shouldn't be in the room, the people in the room are going to know that that's how you feel Mm -hmm. and they're going to treat you that way. Mm -hmm. What's like a like a typical like a typical workday for you, like rise, grind, like and go through like I want the details of just like what you eat. I I just feel like you're kind of one of the I don't know. You're one of those people that I feel like I can I'm like vibing with. I just would like to know a little bit of your day to day. Um. So Mon- so Sunday through Friday, when I'm in New York, um, I wake up at four, I do emails till 4.30, I go to the gym from five to 6.30, I get the baby at seven, put the baby to her mom with milk right around then, um, uh, I shower, get ready, I go to work around 7.45. Um, my day is booked kind of on the 15 minute mark from eight to eight. Um, I intermittent fast. So I eat starting at 12 and I stop eating at six. I use a service called food matters and they come in little cartons this way. So this is my steak. I got to finish eating here. Um, uh, and I'm in appointments or calls or filming or creating content. My number one focus all day long is brand. I got to push brand in any way, shape or form. If it's from a sale, I'm pushing brand. If it's from X, whatever it is, pushing brand, 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 because real estate is my oak tree, mm-hmm. right? That's the tree. Like mm-hmm. that is it. Nothing I will never do. I, I mean, I, I don't want to say never, but the, the, oh, the tree and the roots are real estate sales. 
everything else is my branch. And so I've always got to bring it back to the real estate. And then I do other things. I have the sales course, I have the books, I have the different TV shows, I have the content studio. We put out tons of content across all platforms. And now I have the new brokerage um, uh, and everything else that kind of comes with that. I'm like, I'm like kind of obsessed with you. (laughs) Your hat says ratitude. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's her own hat. It's my own hat. Yeah, that's awesome. Because my last name's Rad, you know, so it's like Tanya's (laughs) ratitude, get it? Um, But I love when you say routine, I think that was something that really, uh, you know, struck people when the the pandemic happened because a lot of people were shook from their routine. I'm I'm such a creature of of habit. And I'm not going to lie. I lost a little bit, even though I still have my routine because, you know, it's it's really hard. And the fact that you wake up, I mean, you don't start your day job, I guess, whatever, until eight o'clock, but you're up at four to like answering emails emails, (laughs) gym baby like that you have given me I like I needed some of that right now and you just gave it to me so I really appreciate it because I needed that well thanks (laughs) Um, listen I I am the same way I I have a lot of friends and a lot of clients who are way more successful than me and no way ever would they wake up at four (laughs) so that doesn't work for them Mm -hmm. right but I know it works for me. And what works for me is, is kind of what you just said, right? I'm a creature of habit. I need that routine. So even quarantine, we left, right? We left New York because all the police in the city um, uh, were saying, and they were dead serious, we're locking down the bridges and tunnels, right? We're going to close down Manhattan. Um, and that was what the word on the street was. Because if New York City is the epicenter, New York City is this big why let it continue to spread and people are going to keep leaving. So let's lock it down. They didn't do that, right? They just did shelter in place and really advise you not to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, So we left uh, that Wednesday before the city shut down on Sunday, we went to New Hampshire. And the first thing that I realized when I got to New Hampshire was, wait, it's not vacation. Uh, Crazy. I still have to deal with work clients. Like, what do I, how do I do this? And so I just kept with the routine. I did like FaceTime workouts. They sucked. Yeah. They didn't like fun, right? I ran around the lake in the snow. It was terrible. Still did it. Um, uh, and then the day was just the best part about it was I just didn't have to do dinner events or anything, mm-hmm. right? So my days just sort of quote unquote ended early, mm-hmm. which was kind of the, the nice part about it. But I think the routine is really important um, because it keeps you focused. Yeah. I mean, it keeps you focused on the work. And yeah. I'm a, I'm the type of person where if I don't have that routine and like all hell's going to break loose. So I got to like, I got to keep myself in, in my lane. Yeah. And all, that's what happened to me in the beginning of the pandemic because we would do, so I do a morning show in the morning. So I'm up early and then we did yeah. the podcast in the afternoon and I was just kind of sitting around the house, like doing nothing in between. And I would get in to do the podcast and I would be so just like drained and sad and like had no energy and I was like I need to like shake up my routine because I can like this isn't me like I need to figure this out so now I like put my runs in the middle so that I can go out and get air and energy and like yeah yeah it's it's figuring out what works for you for sure yeah I'm I'm not committed to any sort of routine I do best with no routine I I like get just like I get bored with routine so like even if I try to do it consistently I'm like eh don't like it. <laughs> and I think it's important now. And I did this a lot during 2020 um, and talked to a lot of people about it. I would spend during the day, either 30 minutes or an hour, right? You call it kind of call it like your future hour, right? If you have the time or your future 10 minutes or your future 30, 
whatever it is, your future 15, where you just sit by yourself and think about the future and what you want, right? And just imagine it, just think about it. And I am telling you, there is no better way to create your success than thinking about it every day, just a little bit, just forcing yourself to think about it. Like if you want that island vacation or that thing, and it can be material, I don't care. Right. Like it can be stuff, like you want that Tesla, you want that thing, you want a, you want a million dollars, you want whatever it is, right? You want your podcast to be top, whatever it could be. Just think about it for 10 minutes, however much time you have. Um, and write down what comes to your head. Like you'll end up manifesting and brainstorming so many things that you hadn't even anticipated because you're actually going to ask your brain to wait, stop thinking about all the bullshit for a second and just think about the future and it will change your life. I'm telling you. This is so, I'm literally going to put future five, I think future five, five or 15 minutes, which I give it 15. I'll give it 15. It deserves I think 15. It's going to take you five to get into it. And then okay. the last five, you're going to be thinking about getting out of it. So you'll have a good five in the middle. Okay. I'm <laughs> going to put future 15 in my calendar every day for the next two weeks to get like, to get it in my routine. Right. And then email me. Yeah. What's your, well, I guess I can, I can figure <laughs> your, I'm like, what's your email? Um, I will, I'll get your email from our producer, but yeah, honestly, I'm so grateful. I'm sure you have other podcasts and other things to do because you have such a routine, but I'm really, really grateful that you're on, on the podcast. I know I, I'm, I, I, it, I yeah, I, I have something to say. I need to say something before we let him go. I want to know like, what are three things that someone needs to get the big money energy and like get kind of in that space of thinking and, future thinking and success thinking. Sure. Um, well, so three things. Listen, there's, there's a lot to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but if I had to break it down into three steps, uh, you first you have to remember okay, that we all have the raw material needed to be the absolute best version of ourselves. We just most often than not, we keep it inside, right? Because we're either embarrassed of what we think the best version is. We feel like we have imposter syndrome. We don't feel ready. I still got to wait. No, I'm not there yet. Whatever it might be. Mm. And oftentimes, right, oftentimes, maybe that best version of ourselves existed for a moment in time, but then someone took it away from you. Maybe it was a past boyfriend who was a dick. Maybe it was a teacher or professor who was an asshole. Maybe it was your parents who told you weren't good enough, whatever it might be, right? But there's three things to start doing to kind of get that back, right? Because we all had it when we were babies. Mm -hmm. Like I have a two-year-old, she's the shit, and she doesn't give a shit about anybody. Yeah. Right? Only later, once we start to understand social pressures and the habits of others, do we start to kind of keep that on the inside and kill it a little bit. Um, so first, right, big money energy is knowing about, is knowing what you want and actually getting it and devising a plan to go and get it because nothing is out of reach. So why not you? So you write down, like literally, write down to determine who is the future you. And it can be 10 years out for you. It can be two years. It can be a year. It can be five years. It can be whatever you want. Okay? For me, right now, when I think about future Ryan, I think about 2030. That's, a, that's an easy date for me to think of, right? That's 10 years from last year and 10 years goes by like that. Mm -hmm. right, so I think about 2030, who is that guy and what am I doing today so that when I become him, which is going to happen before I know it, he's going to be so happy at whatever I went through today that he's going to go back in time and shake my hand. 
Like, what can I do for that? So figure out who that future you is, right? Then you need to do an energy audit. So an energy audit means you got to get comfortable with criticism and embrace self-awareness, which a lot of us also shy away from, right? We're all way too nice to each other mm -hmm. because we don't want to hurt each other, right? We don't like confrontation. So everyone's always great. Everything's always, dude, you, oh my God, you look so beautiful. You don't look beautiful, right? Today's an off day, but you don't want to say that to everybody. So when you're ready, you ask for it. Okay. Like I made one big deal when I was younger, when I first started and I thought I was the man, but I absolutely was not. <laughs> so I had to get real about how I looked, how I communicated and how knowledgeable I seemed. And so a way that you can do this is you can ask a friend who you honestly trust or a family member or anybody and just say, Hey, if you were to describe me to someone else without using my name, what would you say? Am I the funny one, sense of humor, who's lazy? What, 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 be honest with me. Just be totally, just let it rip. Be prepared, though, because what they're going to say is now your definition to the world, how the world perceives you. And if what they say to you is okay, great. Now, listen, they might say things that you don't agree with at all. Okay, ask somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's totally fine, right? But you need to be very well aware of how you're perceived to the world how you look, how you communicate, and how knowledgeable you seem, right? So that's a little exercise. And then third is you need to stop waiting for opportunity and start becoming an opportunist mm. because you have the power to make your own magic. I mean, my career really took off when I realized I didn't need anyone else to provide me with opportunities because opportunities were everywhere if you're comfortable with being uncomfortable, um, uh, which means having that future 15 right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's go and actually create things. You know, how many cold emails did you send today? You know, you want to do interviews with crazy people? Ask them, mm -hmm. just reach out. What's the worst they're going to do? Say no. Mm -hmm. Okay. Follow up in a week, in a week. The best deal I ever did. And I guess we could, we could end it here. Um, uh, I met a, a wife uh, uh, who wanted to buy a place. She was from New Jersey on the Upper East Side, a budget up to around a million bucks or so. Um, and she never ended up buying anything. Uh, but I followed up with her and her husband. Um, and I followed up every other week for seven years, seven years later, the husband wrote me back, um, and asked to reach out and talk. And so we talked and he said he'd gotten divorced, said he remembered when his wife was looking for a place and said that he, uh, was kind of looking for his own place. And two days later, no, I guess it was four days later. Monday, Thursday, um, uh, I sold him a place for $16 million in Soho. Um, but it took me seven years of sending emails. But emails are free. It's yeah, free. Yeah. Right? So what's to stop me? So what's to stop anybody else? Right? Be that an opportunity. Know so what you want. Awesome. Just go and get it. Those are three ways to start. Those were really I am re-listening to this podcast and taking notes once once we're done no, for today. So good. Um, like Tanya said, I know that your schedule and what you said is booked back to back, but we so appreciate your time. Yeah. Like you were so informative and I feel like everyone listening will take something away. So thank you for your time and um, scrubbing in today. Yeah. And I am going to email you. So look for that email. She'll email for seven years. So... <laughs> Make sure subject line, subject line, ratitude. So I'll make sure to look for it. Okay. Make sure your publicist tells our book. I don't even know how it happens, but make sure that they know that I'm 
cool. <laughs> All right, great. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. You're like, I'll find you. I will find you. That's crazy, though. Sent an email for seven seven years and then he sold a $16 million home. Yeah. Worth the efforts. I'd say so. I don't know that I have it in me to be that like. Persistent. Yeah. Persistent and. um, confident i guess because it takes like a certain level of just confidence that you're gonna wear that like you're gonna win i know after seven i was gonna ask him if he was a uh, impatient person but i feel like i feel like he's not i think i could see him yeah i was gonna say i could see like with long-term goals he's patient but with like everyday things maybe he's like I need it and I need it now. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. Yeah, that's really cool. I I think because I'm in this headspace and wanting to buy, which I had so many more questions for. It's like I could have, I need to do like, I might have to send an email too with a list of questions. He's like, who gave her the email? But um, we should get somebody for a million dollar listing LA since they like probably know the LA market, you know? Yeah, I think just talking to someone though who's in the this space, um, it's just interesting. And I like that a lot of what he's done has been focused on your future and what you can do to reshift your attitude about, you know, or if you're in a mundane spot of just feeling like everything feels repetitive and you're wanting to feel a boost of something new. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's kind of where his, where he's focused. Yeah. There is something about that because when you, you always talk about imposter syndrome and I think I have it too. I just have never identified it or, but I think a lot of people have that feeling of like, Oh, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, why am I here of other than someone else? And having like him going into that casting and being like, well, I'm the best agent there is while he's still very new to it. It's so good. It's a powerful tool to have that. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that was really cool. He's got a new fan in me. All right, we are going to take a break and we'll be right back with some emails. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like 
playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Okay, we are back and we have some hard-hitting emails. Mark? All right, this is from Alicia. She says, I'm 32. I live in Dallas. The last month or so has been the hardest of the pandemic. I'm feeling overwhelmingly lonely and I'm finding it harder to be happy. I have great friends and family who I talk to daily, but that can only replace in-person interactions for so long. What do you all do to fill your days, specifically the weekends? I mean, I think this is really good for you to take the lead on answering because you you live alone and I don't. My sister lives with me. So I like I actually constantly have people around. But it is it is relatable. Even I mean, I've got a wife and two daughters, but I I get, you know, the week the work week is over and I'm like, yay, work week's over. And then Saturday afternoon, I'm like, so there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. Who wants to play Uno for the 50th time? You know, like, yeah, you know, I do think it. And again, it's just like you know, very Tanya of me, but I started doing festive Fridays and I would get dressed up. I'd pick a theme for the Friday and I'd get dressed up and I would order that specific food, whatever it is. 
Um, and you can Zoom with people if you want to FaceTime. Do FaceTime with people. If you do have any friends that you have seen, like a part of your quarantine, um, you can do it with them too. I found that to be really like fun and something to look forward to um, during the pandemic. So I suggest festive Fridays and then I don't I mean, I don't know. I don't want to like encourage people traveling, but honestly being away for the weekend really, it just brought me energy, you know, um, even if you can go somewhere where you're outside and just connecting with people, um, I don't know necessarily like what's open around you and, and you can wear a mask, but I do think that there's something, um, really energizing about energy from other people. So whether it's through zoom and just like making a plan to do that and like setting a date, being intentional about it and making it fun versus just like rogue FaceTiming and like, you know, Mm -hmm. doing just talking to people. Um, I found that to be really fun. So festive Fridays were like a big thing for me. I also think I know a lot of people who have been really, really, um, like quarantined and not leaving their house or seeing anybody who live alone. And I think a few of them I know have done things where they have made plans with a friend and decided to quarantine for whatever the suggested time frame is, like 10 days or whatever, stay quarantined, don't see anybody, and then meet up and see each other so that there's like, even if it's in a park or an outdoor location or, um, but just knowing that you've both taken the time to quarantine, because I do think like for mental health, I really think it's very important to see people and like have these interactions. And if you're just alone all day, like I think all of us here have at least some human interaction most days. And I think that getting that, even if it's going socially distance outside, which I don't, it's probably cold in Dallas, but making an effort to see people, even if it's in once a week, one person a week, it's just like, we're not meant to be, isolated like this and I think there's a way of being careful and respecting you know the pandemic and COVID restrictions and everything but also taking care of yourself because you have I mean this is like you have to take care of your mental state and your emotional state and it sounds like you're kind of on that decline of kind of at your wits end which I'm sure a lot of people feel too so I would say make a plan and talk to, you know, see someone outside and make an effort to have some sort of interaction because we're all going to go crazy at some point if we don't do that. Yeah, it's true. And one other thing that's good is, is getting together with one of those friends and just walking someplace, just having a destination. You're not facing each other. You're wearing masks. You know, it's safe. You're outside. We've been doing that at Starbucks about two miles from here. And we walk there on a pretty regular basis just because it's something to do. You know, it's a quick thing. But you can make it into an all afternoon thing if you want to. Yeah. And then you're getting exercise and fresh air and it makes the day go by. And it's all about killing time these days. <laughs> all right. Let's see who's next. Let's say it's Dr. Rachel. Rachel says, my best guy friend of three years is in a year-long relationship with his girlfriend. But he still somehow keeps me as an option. He's flirty just enough to give me the attention I need or want. He tells me I love you often, but I never say it back. He's never crossed any major physical boundaries with me, but just enough that if I were in a monogamous relationship with him, it would upset me. Would love to still be his friend, and I, but I want to stop picturing him as a potential future partner. Is this possible, or do I have to just cut him out of my life? I, I, I imagine we're all kind of 
on the same page here, I think. I don't Bye. know. <laughs> yeah. You don't even want this yeah. guy as your future partner. No. If he's do- if he- nah, hard pass. Like if he's doing this to his girlfriend that he's been with for three years, he's going to do it to you too. Yes. That's just the You facts, deserve so much better than this. So much better than yeah. that. Like, woof. Yeah. You I are first listen. choice. That's right. Your first choice potential. And he is not respectful of either of you really he's not respectful of his girlfriend he's not respectful to you as his friend or whatever y'all are okay so you know what though because i think it's a lot again we say this all the time it's easier when we're not in this situation so i understand and i think the reason why you're so attached to this is because he's familiar Mm -hmm. and you have a friendship so you know he's not a scumbag and i think and this is sad but I think a lot of women just are fear dating or fear getting to know other people because they think that men are just going to be sleazy scumbags and I I'm, I'm just generalizing but I really believe that to be true and I'm here to tell you that that's not the case and there's so fear is such a strong thing it's like it's crippling in so many ways and that is something that I think cripples relationships because you just don't think you think this is the only man that is compatible with you or has a good job or whatever the things that you like in him as a friend you think that like there's not anybody else out there like that and I'm here to tell you that's not the case so step on the other side of fear don't you deserve better you really really honestly do and you know it too I think you're just letting the fear Mm -hmm. cripple you and it's not a bad thing because everybody does it but at the end of the day what you want is you want a partner that is loyal to you 100% loyal and that's not asking too much Mm -hmm. you want a partner that's a teammate and a partner to you you don't want to that's playing checkmate with other people Mm -hmm. and I think I mean I think those are the two biggest things loyalty respect and trust yeah, and I also think that if you keep him in your life and don't and keep having this friendship or whatever's going on, when you if you are able to meet someone in your head, like if you're able to meet someone else and start a relationship, he's not going to want you having this relationship with this guy who's sure. flirting with you and sending texts. So like you're limiting yourself from first of all meeting someone amazing because you're settling for this guy and second of all setting yourself up to make your future partner feel insecure with a relationship with this guy who's doesn't have boundaries. I agree. Boundaries are very important and you need to set some with this guy because you are a bad B and you are a uh, first choice and not side whatever fling. Boundaries are like the key to life. They're hard though. It's hard to set it. And normally we have to set boundaries with the people that we love, like the people that we care about the most. Like those are the ones that we actually have to set boundaries for a lot of the times. And it's hard. Like I'm really working on learning to set boundaries with, but it's with people that I don't necessarily, I don't want to have to set boundaries with, but yeah. It's tough because she likes that there's no boundaries here. She likes that he says, I love you. She likes that he's a little flirty and a little physically flirty, but not too much. She likes that. So then that's the problem. Well, we all like that. We all like attention in that way. Not from a a guy with a girlfriend. Can you imagine if the girlfriend found out? I mean, come on. Yeah, it's just not good. No. I'd be like, don't touch me. What's your girlfriend's Instagram? Because I'm going to let her know. <laughs> oh, there was a, there was a uh, post in the Facebook group about, uh, I don't know if any of y'all saw it, and 
but basically um one this a girl that's a scrubber her friend her the guy and the girl are both like good friends of hers and she found out that the the female is having an how cheating on the fiance and they're supposed to get married and she decided she's just going to go through with the wedding and so the scrubber was asking like i don't know what to do because they're both my friends like do i just stay out of it do i take myself out of the wedding and hope that she you know eventually that forces her to tell him because he asked like why are y'all not friends you know i was like that is tough there was a lot of mixed reviews on like People saying, saying, stay out of it. It's not your relationship. And then people saying you should let him know so that his life isn't, you know, ruined by this girl. It's rough. And she's friends with both of them. She's friends with both of them. Mm. I would encourage the fr- my girlfriend to tell the guy that she's been I having an affair. I think she did. I think she's told her. And she said, I don't care. I think she's just kind of, she's pretty casual about it from what she said. Oh. I was in this very situation a number of years ago um, where the, the guy was uh, cheating on the uh, girl and they were in a very serious relationship and I was friends with both of them. And I remember talking to someone else kind of like, God, I feel like I should, I should tell her because she thinks this is this great guy and he's acting like a piece of garbage. And, and I understood it's like, this wasn't my place. I figured mm-hmm. it, it will come out like it will resolve itself, you know, because these things mm-hmm. always do. And that, that was almost a, a decade ago and they're still married and it doesn't seem like it ever came out. So maybe that secret oh, dies with me. Who knows? But, oh uh, my gosh. Uh, they don't listen to the podcast. Did you, did you yeah. like kind of remove yourself from the friendship or did everything just stay normal? I, I, I distanced myself definitely from the yeah. dude because I was like, th- I told him, I was like, this is, this is horrible. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, <laughs> you should tell Monica what you're doing and, uh, but he, he didn't want to hear it. And so I, I'm not his friend anymore. And I don't talk to her very much. Uh, they seem very happy. I follow him on Instagram. They seem like they're having a nice time. Uh, wow. You know. Oh, I know it's weird. It's like you and I know we always have kind of differing opinions on different relationship advice of like when to stay out, and when to speak up. But I do think it's it would say a lot without you saying anything. If you backed out of the wedding and said, like, I, I'm not going to be a part of it. I don't support it. And it almost would force her to answer the question that he would have of why that happened without you having to be the one to tell. I don't know. It's one of those where I go, I'm not a professional. (laughs) Seek professional advice. Yeah, it's rough. Or listen to Easton. It's essentially professional advice. (laughs) Um, Well, on that note, I'm going to go sit and think for 15 minutes about what my future looks like. I cannot <laughs> wait to put that in my calendar every day. My future 15. And you want to know what's crazy about that? And when he said this, I've actually started to do something with my neighbor, Aaron. We both were just kind of talking about how we have a hard time, like working in our homes now. Like we can get through the work that we need to do, but we can't, we're not like inspired to you know what I mean? Like push the envelope a little bit. And so we're tag teaming and we're doing work like, like, um, you know how people do like future planning and they have like their like baby classes and stuff where they do Lamaze class and like future family planning or whatever. Like we're doing future planning and we're keeping each other accountable and we're going to do it together. Um, somewhere outside, like at like a park or something nearby where we just like carve out like once a week time together, holding each other accountable to plan our future for doula classes and stuff for doula classes yeah. and stuff with becca 
with Becca. Cool Becca. Yeah, cool Becca. Not to be not to be uh, confused with me. No, it's just very different than you. Yeah, because she's cool. No, because you're cool. You're... That's great. She's so awesome. She's so yeah, cool. She's, she's amazing. amazing. She's like Way everything. She's, from you. Yeah, very different from you. Becca, you're my best friend. I obviously think you're the coolest person ever, but she has like a different like energy. Like she's uh-huh. very calming and just like cool. <laughs> There's like no way for her to dig herself out. So like we could just let this continue as she tries to explain, but my feelings might get hurt at that point. <laughs> um, it's when you, fine. When it's you fine. meet yeah. her, when you meet her, you'll understand the energy. Okay, can't wait. Becca, the doula, the cool, cool Becca, the doula. Um, okay, on that note, we have to go. But I really hope that we see a lot of you this week for the Galentine's day event. Um, we have some fun guests coming on. We have a best friend competition, mm-hmm. Tanya and a best friend of hers versus me and a best friend of mine. Yeah. Competing for who knows each other best. Oh, that's what we're competing against. I don't know. Something I did, like yeah, that. I didn't know. I would, I it's asked basically like the newlywed game, I think. Oh, okay. Type thing. I asked Raquel and I was like, I don't really know what we're this doing. Is, is this going to be like the Selena lyrics versus Taylor lyrics? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know what we're going to get. So we'll see. Well, great. I'm feeling great about it. Um, anyways, hope you have a wonderful Monday and Tuesday. We'll see you on Wednesday. We love you guys. Love you. Or maybe I can ask Becca, my new best friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all probably, I mean, I don't know how much you told her. She might be able to, I don't know. She might know enough to compete. If I know you and I know cool Becca, <laughs> she definitely knows the size of my menstrual cup. Well, okay. Well then she, okay. On that note, uh, we'll be back next week. Love you all. Love you. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.